He just sent 33 billion in militarized aid to Ukraine. Some central banks are reporting losses. We are now seeing flash crashes. Let's get into our crypto news because it is good. Pelosi can go into a war zone to check on Ukraine, but hasn't been able to take a plane ride down to our southern border all year long. Rosie Rios had issued more currency than anyone in history. Pretty sure that's why she sits on Ripple's board too. If you're a snowflake that gets offended, then you've probably already left anyway. So good luck. God bless. What an absolutely amazing time to be alive. It is hump day Wednesday, July 20th. And I know you guys are grinding. We're here in the bear market struggle. But what a beautiful time to see all truth exposed, not just in the XRP SEC Ripple case, but in the whole current events playing out amongst the world stage here. And we got a doozy for you tonight. Full coverage of the current events as they break down, as predicted by Brad Garlinghouse and team. And what we've been covering on this channel is the truth about how this new financial system is going to be rolled out. I appreciate all of you guys. We do no sponsorships here. So if you want to show support, you can head on over to Patreon. We got a five spot. Appreciate that love. If you want to join our exclusive Discord community, it's on over there as well. Go over to Patreon, sign up with the Discord. Business development program just started. I've dropped two webinars on the business development, trying to help people get something off the ground and survive the inflation crisis that we haven't seen in nearly four decades, potentially the worst financial crisis in the modern era. Uh, we are going through it right now as we speak. I want everyone to have a strategy, so we're dropping the business development program, and we have all of our content, all of our resources, all of the community, all of the secret sauce, all of the truth, all the uncensored, all the I don't care about offending snowflakes is really going down over there. I give you the Rumble exclusive on Friday where we go unfiltered, uncensored. Those are pretty lit. And then if I don't make it for a morning session, it's because I am hanging out with my daughter at 6 a.m. in the morning when she decides to wake up in the morning and wants to hang out with daddy, uh, duty calls. So with that being said, I appreciate all of you guys for tapping in, hitting that thumbs up for me, sharing this message with other individuals like-minded or sharing it with people from the other side. We're just trying to help people wake up and survive the crisis at hand. And for those that wanna get on board, we're not pulling up the gangplank just yet. We're letting people hop aboard as we take advantage of the greatest transfer of wealth in world history, and what an amazing time to be alive. Let's get right on into it. I appreciate all of you. Starting out with a tweet that was shared by Digital Asset Investor back in February of 2021, we have Brad Garlinghouse appearing before CNBC. He predicted this perfectly. We've been warning about a serious, serious liquidity crisis that's happening at the very top levels, all the way down to the bank shutting down, and you're not gonna be able to withdraw your money. And we're not talking about fear, we're not trying to scare anyone, we're saying have a plan, have offline assets, and be prepared. Check it out. Quote from Brad Garlinghouse back in February of last year, quote, governments are going to bring out their tanks. <clears throat> Excuse me. Governments are going to bring out their tanks before they give up their control of the money supply. Brad Garlinghouse, CEO of Ripple, appearing last February, last year on CNBC. Here we have images of what is taking place in a country that I don't even like to name, which tells you where we're at in the censorship game. We can't even really name this country. But you guys know what's taking place over there, and I briefly will speak on it here. It is absolutely uh, horrific the images that we are seeing coming out of this country that starts with a C. Tanks are being put on the streets in that country to protect the banks. This is because the Henan branch of the Bank of China is declaring that people's savings in their branch are now investment products and can't be withdrawn. They are seizing their own people's money. 
And this is just the situation that is taking place in this country. Remember, we're going country by country. The dominoes are starting to fall. The contagion is spreading. This is a systemic financial crisis that we will all go through together. It does not matter what country, what state, what color skin, what you believe in, who you love. We're going through this ride together, baby. May God be with you guys. We are absolutely strapped in and Brad Garlinghouse called this one. We're seeing it play out in real time. And Brad understands what's going on because he gets to go sit down at all these tables where they discuss these plans. Right here we go. Disclosed TV reporting that uh, World Economic Forum to deepen cooperation with China on, quote, addressing climate change, promoting industrial transformation and social equity, said Klaus Schwab to Chinese Premier Li Qinggang uh, today. We've been talking about the model in that country being the model for the new world order that we hear mentioned so often by the world elite. Okay? And we're seeing it play out in real time and we're seeing that the BRICS nations are all turning against the US dollar in real time. Turkey's president will discuss paying for Russian energy imports with currencies other than the US dollar. Things continue to evolve. Things continue to collapse for the United States reserve currency status is what I want to add to that. We're seeing this in real time as predicted. And the reason why we were able to call some of this on our channel is because we listen to Brad Garlinghouse. We listen to David Schwartz. We listen to these guys every time they speak. And we know that they're sitting at these tables where these deals are being done, where the agenda is being set forward. Are they good? Are they evil? Do we have white hats? Do we have black hats? Is Q real? Is the earth flat? Are all questions for you guys to ponder? You guys can come up with an answer. I'm here to report the news. You guys can decide for yourselves. One thing's for certain. The reserve currency status that has given the Americans the life that we've lived over the last 40, 50 years is being lost. They are creating a level playing field. Not everyone will be a winner. Everyone will get a participation trophy. Everyone will get a UBI who needs it. Everyone will get a handout who needs it. Everyone will get boosted up who needs it. But when we look at the financial impact here, we're just starting to feel it. This is coming home to roost. In the meantime, it's BRICS plus anybody else who decides to join BRICS. In this case, Turkey. We know that Turkey's been playing back and forth, you know, siding with NATO, working with Americans, but they're also cutting deals with the Chinese and the Russians on the other side. There's a whole shift underway in, in, in the world stage events right now. What side is your country going to be on is going to determine how you're going to roll in to this new global system, this new global tapped in financial world, this new complete surveillance from the top down, complete tracking of every interaction, nearly every thought of humanity is going to be tracked and traced. All the transactions being traced is just the start of it. When we talk about the losses coming from the top down, this is the prime example right here. BlackRock just lost the largest amount of money lost by a single firm over a six-month period. In the first half of this year, it lost $1.7 of its clients' monies. 
So we're seeing Evergrande started the collapse over there in China. That was really the first big domino, and their market over there was heavily, uh, heavily growing in the real estate sector. Big time bubble over there in China, and that was Evergrande was a property company, development company. They folded, and that started the dominoes over there. And we're seeing losses to the tune of 1.7 trillion here at BlackRock. And what do we, we just keep on asking, you know, how's your program working out? Well, we're seeing across the board, everyone is feeling this pain. The middle class is being sacrificed, can't even afford paycheck to paycheck. But even at the top, we have BlackRock getting killed. 1.7 trillion in losses. This is where it starts to affect the real people. And this is where we're going to see serious issues and breakdown in society here in America. The California Public Employees Retirement System, CalPERS, 442 billion pension fund has lost 60 billion in 2022. They are taking these pension funds of the state employees and gambling with them in the markets and getting obliterated, absolutely wrecked, just like BlackRock and others. So when we look at our portfolios and we see that we've been wrecked, we've been destroyed, you know, it does hurt. It does still hurt. But we understand that this is happening across the board. Now, where this gets really dicey, though, is if you are relying on a pension from, you know, the California Public Employees Retirement System is one of the biggest ones in the country. Might even be the biggest one. I'll have to check that. These, these funds are going bust. And they're not going to be able to pay out. Just like Social Security being one of the largest Ponzi schemes in America peddled the whole system, the 401k system. And then even the pensions, which is supposed to be guaranteed money. They were supposed to be in safe and conservative investments. Breaking news, we have a former J.P. Morgan precious metals trader said his boss coached him to lie to compliance officials about price manipulating orders. It's all coming out in the open. We just haven't seen the price action yet. All truth is being revealed. We just haven't seen the price action yet. That summarizes what's happening across the whole situation right here. In the precious metals market, gold, silver, and others have been heavily suppressed through the derivatives market, and it's being exposed in real time in a court. In a court of U.S. law. And that's the key part. The programs and strategies that we implement for business and investing only work in countries where there's still a res re resemblance, uh, still some standard, uh, some rule of law. That's where my mentor Dan Pena says to invest and where his programs will work. You got to go where there's a rule of law. There's parts of, the, uh, parts of the world where you can't do the program. It will not work. Well, we have an even rigged system taking place in America, but it's the cleanest shirt in the closet. That's why the, we've seen the DXY, why we've seen the dollar has gone on a tear lately, is everyone's just trying not to lose their ass in this market, in the value of their portfolio, in the value of all the assets. We haven't seen the price explosion that we're about to see in the suppressed assets yet, but it is coming most definitely. Two things taking place. 
China selling U.S. treasuries for six months straight down to below one trillion. And the second thing would be they've only sold 10%. Bonds have crashed and the whole world is a net seller. This is just getting started and we have not bottomed out. When people try to figure out where we're at, there is still so much wrong, still so much to be corrected, still so much to be purged out of the system before we roll out over to the new financial system that I am expecting us to go much lower. China just started. They've only sold off 10% of United States treasuries that they hold. This is the worst bond market on record, I believe, at least going back for a long time. I believe it's the worst bond market on record the start, the first six months of this year. And remember, we're still waiting for the official confirmation that we're in recession. They're going to come out with some bony lie, that, uh, you know, bold-faced lie that we're at negative 1.2% GDP growth or whatever. We're at negative 1%. Okay, sure. While Main Street gets slaughtered, while the real estate market gets hammered, while crypto gets obliterated while the stock portfolios get wiped out and the 401k pension funds go bust. China has just started. The Federal Reserve was supposed to start and they haven't started. Remember guys, the Federal Reserve is supposed to be offloading their balance sheet of mortgage-backed securities and these U.S. Treasury bonds. All crap that nobody wants. China's only sold 10% Bonds have crashed, worst start of the whole year on record, and the whole world is selling off their bonds and treasuries as well. Same thing, treasury bonds. Whole world is a net seller. And I believe that this is why this this number right here, this is a shocking fact on crypto adoption. Real global transaction volume in crypto is back to early 2019 level, While prices are much higher, transaction volume is deflated by crypto price index to take out price appreciation effect, i.e. real crypto usage has barely grown since 2019. And like we've been saying, the institutional money is not here in a big way yet. They are flirting with it. They are hyping up metaverse projects. They are doing NFTs. They are hinting at their strategy for investing in cryptocurrencies and distributed ledger technology. But when we look at the real numbers, real crypto usage has barely grown since 2019 when we take the transaction volume and the market cap here. We have barely grown. We are just getting started. Trillion dollar problems still need to be moved over to distributed ledger technology for settlement. And what's holding this all back? Regulatory clarity in America for institutional investors, companies, businesses, hedge funds, Wall Street, the big boys and girls that are manipulating the gold market, as we're seeing, that are manipulating all the other stocks. Now we're seeing them manipulate the digital asset space, running it up, speculation, taking us to the 2017 pump. That got attention of the whole world But as we can see here, we still have not really peaked out yet. We haven't even started yet with the amount of adoption that's about to take place with cryptocurrencies actually solving real problems. 
Board Ape Yacht Club, you know, you know what? Oh, not necessarily Board Ape Yacht Club. 99% of NFTs are garbage, trash, hype, speculation, pumps, uh, Ponzi's, rug pulls. They need to go away. 99% of cryptos are not actually currencies. They're glorified fundraising rounds for a new tech startup. That's what they were. They are unregistered securities. They do meet all four prongs of the Howey test. There are good actors who did their ICO in a way that they structured it, that it was fair and balanced, i.e. Algorand. Cardano, others did their ICO out of the United States to avoid U.S. regulators. And then we have companies like Circle that have been working with the government and the banks. We have companies like Ripple that have been holding the hand reporting to all the government agencies, not just the SEC. Only for them to come back against Ripple with this lawsuit, the most staged lawsuit in the history of the SEC. I got one, I think one or two things here to cover before I'm going to get into the XRP Ripple lawsuit. One of the biggest Bitcoin whales is rushing to dump their Bitcoin. A record 361 million has been sold today, and I expect much more to be sold off very soon. This is coming from Crypto Whale. This bull trap is exit liquidity for whales. Don't say I didn't warn you. Sub 10K will happen. I believe that we're going to 12K for sure. I do believe that we're going much lower. I've been telling people this is a liquidity pump, especially in quant. Quant, completely manipulated. Completely. Completely controlled. Same with XRP and all the other real world utility cryptocurrencies. Completely controlled. And an uh Bull trap exit liquidity is happening across the whole space. Quant's just going on an exceptional pump right now. Okay. This bull trap is exit liquidity for whales. Don't say I didn't warn you. I agree. And what whale was dumping? That would be Tesla. Tesla sold 75% of their Bitcoin for an average price of 28000 Nearly a 9% discount from the average entry of 31000 So that's a 9% loss for Tesla. That price also happens to coincide with the breakdown of the initial support level that led to cascading liquidations across the market in mid-June. Okay. Be interested to see what happened to Tesla's stock. Uh, Tesla stock. Yeah, I, I, I haven't seen the Tesla stock chart compared to this. I know that Tesla's been hammered as well. Um, but what a lot of these companies have been doing, like Elon, like Tesla, what they did is they get to take the loss. So it's a 9% loss that he gets to write off. And we covered this at the time, is that Elon Musk is using Bitcoin as, you know, a, a, basically a speculation, a bet with the ridiculous amount of cash that they're sitting on. But either way it goes, Elon is, is going to benefit. Because if he gets to take a profit, if, if he gets gains, well, then he makes money. If he takes an L, if he takes a loss... He gets to write it off because of the way that he bought it through Tesla's company. The way that he did it, he'll be able to write off that whole thing as a loss. Right, so, so Tesla essentially won either way. Plus, I'm sure that Tesla also got a stock price bump off of him just hyping up Bitcoin alone, which is what all of these guys have been doing. And this is a perfect case in point right here. I'm going to show you a couple, uh, I'm going to show you an example of a Bitcoin maxi capitulating, and that would be Jake Shervinsky. I'm going to show you that next. But this is 
a perfect example of all of these guys know about XRP. And if all of these celebrities know about XRP, what do you think's happening behind the scenes with the banks and the financial institutions that have trillion dollar problems, trillion dollar balance sheets, quadrillion dollar markets? If celebrities like Dave Portnoy are getting to hang out with Brad, but they're denying having any knowledge of what's going on in the crypto space, and then they start to hype SafeMoon and then they hype Bitcoin, and they play around and do the song and dance, while they have drinks with our good friend Brad Garlinghouse here. They have a good time with Mr. Brad, but they pretend that they have no idea what's going on with this crypto deal. And then once they finally catch it on, it's a Bitcoin bet. They become a Bitcoin bro. Which, you know, to, to their defense, many of them go through the same awakening up, uh, awakening that we went through. First, we understand Bitcoin, we understand crypto, then we get led to cryptocurrencies with actual utility, like XRP, XLM, others. We all start with uh, Bitcoin. But these guys knowingly play dumb while they are investing in XRP, while they're holding fat bags of XRP behind the scenes. I've seen it with all of the influencers in the media space in regards to cryptocurrency. All of the media influencers all have a moon bag of XRP just in case. Even though we don't really understand it, we don't really get what's going on, we think that the banks are going to make their own cryptos. Meanwhile, they allocate serious percentages to XRP behind the scenes. But this is a perfect point. This person right here, the bre I'm not going to repeat his name, but you guys can see it here. So in 2021, stool president, that would be Dave Portnoy, he's the guy who runs Barstool Sports, Claimed he knows nothing about crypto and chose SafeMoon as a lark. Then he gets in on Bitcoin as another sort of piece of bullish performance art. But here he is with Brad Garlinghouse. So clearly he knows about XRP. So why is he mums the word Mr. Pointnoy? <laughs> yeah. So these guys, they, they pretend that they don't know what's going on. Yeah, I've never heard of XRP. Yeah, it's all Bitcoin, bro. Meanwhile, behind the scenes, they're having drinks with, with Brad and team and we saw Ashton Kutchner back in 2018 being on the Ellen show, sending millions of dollars to like Haiti or the third world, some third world country, sending a bunch of money over there, over XRP instantaneously at no cost on the Ellen DeGeneres show in 2018, Ashton Kutchner and Ellen DeGeneres. And then we see Madonna part of a Ripple commercial. If these celebrities are in on it, if Dave Portnoy is in on it, what do you think is happening with the banks, the financial institutions, the central banks, hedge funds, Wall Street, trillion, uh, trillion dollar problems, trillion dollar balance sheets, the billion dollar boys and girls? What do you think is happening behind the scenes? Does Brad look comfortable over the last few years going through a ripple for SEC lawsuit? Because the, <laughs> I, I, I just, I'm going to transition this here. We got the Bitcoin maxis capitulating. And then we're going to talk about this SEC ripple lawsuit. Here we go. Jake Shervinsky, who is a lawyer, head of policy at the Blockchain Association, which might as well call it the Bitcoin Association, because they're really only representing Bitcoin and proof-of-work Ethereum. I guess you can call them the Proof-of-Work Association. But here they go. They try to act like they you know, care to represent the whole space. They won't dare talk about XRP. But now that they're being forced to, because at the start of the House Financial Services Committee yesterday, you heard it from Brad Sherman. 
the first thing that's said in that hearing is addressing the Ripple SEC lawsuit, talking about XRP being a security. We're going to get into all of it. Now this forces the issue. This is the moment we've been waiting for. Mr. Sherman wants to pipe up. God bless him. Thanks for showing up. Not only are we going to expose you here about the Ripple versus SEC lawsuit and clarity for XRP, but because you guys have turned against us, you've harmed us, you've hurt our portfolios, you've hurt cryptocurrency innovation and the new financial system rolling out here in America and across the world. We're going to expose you for all of it. This is going to be the worst decision you ever made, Mr. Sherman. Mr. Jakey here wants to address the issue. The general rule in litigation is that you only file motions to exclude stuff that you think will hurt your case, since otherwise, why bother? So I take this as a sign either that John Deaton has really gotten under the SEC's skin, or he has a point to make, or both. Either way, this is coming from John Deaton. The judge, uh, the, the SEC lawyers have asked the judge to disqualify John Deaton on grounds that he is improperly interfering in the case via social media, a charge that he denies. We will interview Deaton at 3.45 p.m. today. So not only are they trying to get rid of John Deaton, we just covered yesterday that the SEC is starting to backtrack. This is directly from the case filing yesterday. Section 4 could exempt investors in the market from registration. The SEC's claims are for Ripple offerings and those by an affiliate, not purchases and sales by investors in the market. That is the SEC saying that me and you, Joe Blow, investors that bought XRP are not included in this case. The XRP that we have must not be an investment contract, must not be a security i.e. we just got clarity now when i made i dropped five videos tiktoks and i think i posted a couple of them to youtube shorts as well i got lit up in the comments all of the xrp haters cannot stand to see us win and then i got all these people that are trying to pick me apart on the technicalities could exempt all these people, they just said could. They did not say they will exempt us. Okay. They said they could exempt investors. Why would they even say that? And just like Jake said, as a lawyer, why would they be trying to get rid of John Deaton unless, we, uh, unless there's something going on here that will hurt their case? They know they never had a case against the XRP investors. No shot. That was the most ridiculous claim. And then I had a bunch of people arguing me on that fact in the comments. Okay, I'm not a lawyer, but go listen to all the clips of John Deaton explaining that the SEC and the way that they were initially arguing the case. Go listen to Jeremy Hogan. Go listen to all of our lawyer friends. Huge shout out to James Flan, Jeremy Hogan, John Deaton for helping us understand this case. I refer you to the lawyers, but you can go pull up all the clips of them explaining this exact issue is that the absurdity of them trying to go after all XRP investors saying that our purchases and sales and trading and utility use cases of XRP is using a security. 
We knew it was ridiculous. And that is what they were arguing. Now the SEC is once again changing their argument. So don't come at the messenger. Go listen to the, the lawyers explain this and break this down. The SEC is once pivoting again now. They are backtracking. Yes, Digital Asset Investor asks, are we watching the SEC backtrack? This looks like the door opening for relisting XRP. The day after Jed is done selling, what a coincidence. Credit to uh, BlackBerry. And that's the Mr. Cool Guy, the official cool guy of the Digital Asset Investor channel. This is the SEC backtracking. The exchanges could relist XRP at any moment. And I got a bunch of people that killed me on that because I dropped a video on them relisting, or I mentioned the fact that they could relist XRP. I'm not saying they're going to. I don't think the XRP is meant for us. We've said that many times on this channel. We've warned about the fact that the exchanges are going to lock us out, that they're not getting any more XRP from the escrow account. Ripple's only giving it to the on-demand liquidity partners and banks and financial institutions. And we have no idea where Jed McCaleb's XRP is going. But the day after Jed is done selling, the SEC backtracks and says that they're only going after Ripple and its affiliates. Which in that case, why is Jed McCaleb not in on the lawsuit? As we've been saying the whole time, the most staged lawsuit in the history of the SEC. We knew they never had a case. We know we're going to win. Best case scenario, Brad and team cuts them a check because they got it like that. And they're friendly guys. They've already spent $100 million fighting this case to their lawyers. No one else in cryptocurrency can even afford to do this. Now, that's the truth about this whole cryptocurrency space. And meanwhile, I still continue to see a bunch of people, a bunch of you know influencers, a bunch of haters, hating on XRP and Ripple. You're always going to have haters when you're changing the world, when you're putting a dent in the universe, when you're making XRP a world reserve currency that's as liquid as a G10 currency, that you've already partnered up with 300 banks and financial institutions, that you've already talked with 50 central banks. You already have multiple central banks building digital currencies on the XRP ledger right now. You already blew a hundred big ones just to the lawyers fighting the SEC. No one else in the cryptocurrency space can cut that check. Meanwhile, you talk about buying $321 million of XRP off the secondary markets in Q3, Q4, they load up again. Quarter after quarter, they're buying hundreds of millions of XRP off the secondary markets. They're not giving XRP to the exchanges anymore. So here's the point. We don't know when they're going to lock us out of XRP. We don't know exactly how they're going to deem XRP. Is it going to be a currency? Is it going to be a hybrid security? We don't know what's going to happen. If they do somehow make it a security, that means it represents value. Okay, so we get a stock of Ripple's profits. We get a stock of the Ripple Common Enterprise. Okay, fine. Sign me up. Sounds like a good time. I trust Brad and team. It represents value of some sort. So it doesn't matter. They've already been backed into a corner. Today's XRP that me and you trading will be deemed a currency. XRP in today's form. Today's XRP will be deemed a currency. Will they get a share of that escrow? Will that be part of a backdoor deal that takes place between Ripple and the SEC? I don't know. There is no story 
that is taking place like this in the cryptocurrency space. Like Digital Asset Investor says, there's a reason why he's been able to make two videos on this one cryptocurrency every day for the past two, three years. There is no other cryptocurrency that is set up to be a world reserve currency. Who else in the crypto space is saying that? And like I started this show out by talking about, Brad Garlinghouse said, governments will roll out the tanks before they give up control of the money supply. We are seeing that play out right now in China. We are seeing Brad Garlinghouse go speak at the World Economic Forum. Uh, uh, go, go partake in the agenda over there. He is helping roll out this new financial system. XRP is designed to be a wholesale back-end settlement currency for banks, financial institutions that are moving large sums of money. The price can go to three, four, five digits. If we are half wrong about XRP, it's going to be an investment of a lifetime. It's going to be an opportunity of a lifetime. If we are half wrong about what XRP is, about Ripple's success, about what's about to be rolled out with the new financial system. The world that we're about to go in and live through, as you're seeing, is going to be one of chaos. But they have plans to bring about order to all of the crises, all of the situations that are playing out right now. But people are going to get caught up in this rollover to the new financial system. I want you guys to have a plan. I want you guys to not be so focused on the technicalities of could exempt XRP holders. Why would they even say that? You guys are trying to light me up in the comments about technicalities. Why would they even be saying that? Why would they be trying to get rid of John Deaton? They said right in their filing that they are only going after Ripple and its affiliates. We are not affiliated with Ripple in any way. Myself included, even though I still get the, shill, the, the people thinking that I'm a shill for Ripple. I've never taken a promotional deal from anyone. Period. Governments will roll out the tanks before they give up control of the monetary supply. It is my opinion. The truth of this whole conspiracy theory is that XRP is designed to be the new digital world reserve currency. And that the common man is not meant to have it in their hands. It is only meant to be used on the back end for wholesale payments on a trillion dollar level. Me and you, little guy, are meant to use a central bank digital currency that is being rolled out, that is being trialed, that they are talking about, that will be implemented sometime fully, completely scaled out by 2025, in my opinion, is the timeline. This is the most staged lawsuit in the history of the SEC. When we look at new world reserve currencies being established and what happened last time with the US dollar, when they established the US dollar as a reserve currency, Bretton Woods Agreement, before that, they did a buyback of the gold. So they backed our dollar by gold, but they did a confiscation, forced people of America to give up their gold by law so that they could roll out that new reserve currency. So what we're trying to do on this channel and others is just simply present this story, present the facts, present the theories as we can put it together. And it's not financial advice, but there's a reason why I talk about XRP all day, every day.
is my main focus and why it's my whole bag, essentially. I have a few other cryptos, but I just don't get excited about them. I do have some other cryptos. I'm about to get in on my first NFT. I think I'm going to get, uh, I got a couple of friends of mine that are going to be doing an NFT drop and I think they're going to give me one. That's cool, man. <laughs> but my main focus has been on a new world reserve currency. Simple goal from Ripple in 2017. This was a goal back. 2017 is five years ago. So if they've been working on this and now we see all the success without a victory in the SEC lawsuit. We see all the conversations. We see Brad as, as calm as a cucumber, as chill as a cucumber, just hanging out, having a good time. Folks, I'm not here to give you financial advice. I've accumulated XRP because I believe that it is part of some conspiracy that we are seeing roll out. As we've seen done in the past, so shall we see in the future. Future proves past. They confiscated the gold. They shortchanged everyone. Because after they confiscated the gold, they set the price. And then a new reserve currency for the world was established. XRP is perfectly set to do something similar. I don't know about the buyback. I don't know about what the set price will be. But there's no other cryptocurrency that's we're even talking about a set price. All the other cryptos, it's like, well, who are they going to be able to get to adopt it? Who are they going to get on board? Who are they partnered with? With XRP, we're talking about what's the price set need to be to handle the liquidity needed for these markets. Now, it is a similar situation with XDC, Trade Finance, with Algorand, Smart Contracts, Real Utility. You can start to dice up these numbers and make some speculation. The extent of this whole theory that is XRP, this whole conspiracy around XRP, the extent to it goes is nothing like what we got with these other cryptocurrencies where you can research the rest of them in a day and understand everything that's going on with that crypto. We have members in the XRP community here that have dedicated lifetimes to this. Now for me, we take it and we combine it with the whole story that's taking place with the rest of the financial system, with the rest of the world stage events, with all of the world leaders stepping down, with all of the truth being revealed. And as we alluded to earlier, the United States rule of law that still exists. It is the last hope for humanity, along with the people that are fighting and resisting the globalist agenda in other countries. They're standing up resisting it and many other countries and they're already going through a liquidity debt crisis, energy crisis, and it is hitting the streets. Uh, it's a very serious situation across the world. Here in America, we're waiting for the rollout. We're waiting for all these staged lawsuits. We're waiting for elections to be secured, to not be secured. We're waiting for more science to roll out in regards to the health crisis. And we're getting the data. And I just saw the Twitter fact checkers tell us that the data is being misinterpreted. Folks, there's no misinterpretation of the facts on this channel. There's no misinterpretation misinter of what's taking place of the setup. 
and we are executing on strategies right now to address the health crisis that we face every day. How do we protect our families? How do we get good information on holistic health care? Understanding that modern day medicine, yeah, it's a blessing. Yeah, it'll keep you going. But there's holistic natural remedies as well. And some programs that have been implemented are being completely exposed, to put it lightly. We look at the food crisis. For all I talk about XRP, for all the other investments, real estate businesses, I got a very small garden going on right now too. We're taking advantage, understanding that it doesn't take much, but it does take some action on your part. I just got some pots, got the garden going. We produce what we can, and we work out deals with local farmers for meat. We look at, work out deals with other people in our local area for prepping. That's a whole other issue, prepping. The food and the prepping issue, that's a whole other issue. Laura, I appreciate that super chat. Thank you so much. I'm so thankful for you. Thanks for your hard work and dedication to truth. Cheers. I appreciate the support so much. I really appreciate it, guys. When we look at how we prepare ourselves in the financial investment world, first thing I said, you take care of your prepping, make sure you can feed your family, make sure you can protect your family, and hopefully you can figure out the health crisis and all the different ways that they're trying to attack us. After you get your prepping done, you got to get your cash flow up, which is why I've rolled out that business development program. If you want to get access to the business development, head to my website. Okay, it's all there. You got to get your cash flow up. And we've been talking about that over the last year. Going into this crisis, we knew that inflation was going to get worse. And we knew that we wanted to maximize the opportunity, take, take full control of the opportunity i.e. loading up on XRP and the other cryptocurrencies, i.e. buying silver, gold, precious metals, being ready to take advantage of the real estate crisis, the real estate crash that we're now seeing. And then if you can, if you're willing to, if you believe in yourself enough to start up a business during a recession, you can start a side hustle or you can start up a real business. We talk about in my first webinar for my business development program. Side hustle versus real business. The two paths you should take. Not everyone needs to put hashtag entrepreneur, hashtag girl boss in their Instagram bio. Some people are better off just working for others, but learning how to bring value to your current job, increase the amount of money that you can bring in by bringing, being more valuable to your existing company and your job. But if you are willing, if you're able to, if you're willing to take the risk, you can go out and at least just try to do a side hustle which is very low risk, almost no risk at all, actually. We can show you how to do it where you basically have no risk. Just go generate more cash that you can use for your investments and your prepping needs and to be able to survive the worst inflation in 40 years. Start that side hustle. Turn your hobby into a side hustle. With the internet enabling everyone across this world, anyone who is able to tap into this internet is going to be able, be able to run a business from anywhere in the world. There is no more excuses. So at the very minimum, consider starting a side hustle, bringing in additional revenue, additional cash flow any way possible. If you're serious about business, you start a real business that's going to be bigger than you and uh, you're going to actually have employees, you're going to build out a real operation and scale something up. In our second webinar, we talked about how to get started. There is nothing stopping you from starting a business in the next week. 
from idea to a legit business and your first sale coming in. There's nothing stopping you. In my second webinar for my business development program, we covered that. I want to help all of you guys, which I try to answer all the comments that I can, but that's why I have exclusive community so that I can reach out to people that really want answers, that really want to help get tapped into our program. Uh, there's no misunderstanding of the strategies that we're trying to execute on right now. We understand the crises as they unfold, and then we are locked in on our strategies. Getting up our cash flow, starting businesses, and then after that, we're looking at our investments in cryptocurrencies, precious metals, and your real estate strategy is a whole separate strategy as well. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in. And all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless.